best and threatens the fastest weapon You wouldn't make it past a second and that's the question Play it brash and reckless or choose a cautious solution you thought was prudent In any sepulcher, Pulkertude will become the putrid It's that wealth that I'm pursuing No mountain too steep or dungeon too deep To send expendable marks up to the top of the peak of beneath They see you bleed, they come like sharks to it While I swim in that money bin like Carl Barks drew it So send your national parks drew it I'll send them home in a natural box with a closed top of most of the parts included <sighs> Save your breath for a cleric confessor Death is a lesson and life is a tenured professor But if you're seeking my official advice Sign on the dotted line and wish it twice novel. Uh, <laughs> I am Tycho Brahe of Penny Arcade and PAX. What? Am I, am I on that? No, you are. Okay, I was like, no, I think that's right, <laughs> aren't I? Who am I? I'm Tycho Brahe of Penny Arcade and PAX. Uh, I'm also uh, a manifest Herodron, CEO of Acquisitions Incorporated, but today uh, I'm Jeffrey K. Horcrum, so your internet friend, and I'm here to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons with my friends, uh, specifically these friends. To my right, Dragonborn Narcissist, Dinar Blitzen. Woo! He's here to contribute this week. Finally. Nice! <laughs> Got him! This should, this should be, that should actually be happening in two separate windows. We did it on each side. That, that clears us up forever. Nice. Uh, to the right of my right, repping the natural world, Walnut Dawn Grass Kakra! Kakra! Triumphant return! Finally back! Oh, it was miserable. I know. It was surprisingly painful. It was so bad. Thank you. That means a lot. I'm glad y'all were miserable. Oh, dude, so, so look at these. See? You see those? Look at these crawls. Look at that. I Whoa. feel very validated. Come motherfucking crawl, though. Now, uh, to my left, uh, not your grandma's grandma. Except in those rare cases where she is your grandma's grandma, Rosie Beesting. Whoa, whoa, Ryan's popping out. Whoa, whoa. how'd you get what in a, there, little friend? What a cool image. Get back. What a cool thing to think about that's in fine. the night. That's fine. <laughs> uh, to the left of my left, uh, emerging as though from a mist shroud, Kafris Drow. Oh, oh, it's it's look at these, and look Brian. Look at these friends. Oh, and, Brian. And extra. <laughs> Somehow he's been incorporated. Yeah. If you do the original meaning of I know that, it, it really takes on a turn. I've it always did. known. It do. So somehow I've always known. Uh, now, uh, obviously, you know, lots to manage, lots to get to. Uh, but now, because uh, the Shadow Chancellor is back in the United States... It's like her power was attenuated when she was in Australia. Hardly. But now, but to me, to me. And now, because she'd like skip around and it like diffused her power somewhat. But now with this rich Wi-Fi, so smooth, I know that I'm in real danger. That if I don't do absolutely everything that it says to do on this sheet. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, of course, and, I, and more of you know than ever, uh, that we have a partnership with Idle Champions. Uh, within Idle Champions, people undertake Omen's quest. Uh, I know because I saw it on your screen. So don't try. Don't even try. Uh, those who complete my quest uh, have an opportunity uh, to vote on whether or not the very first cauldron tip of the game will be good or bad. As Kate6E Welch has suggested, uh, it really should be wheel and woe. I mean, honestly... Yeah, get I, on it, idle champs. And they know that, too. I, I'll talk to them about it. But <laughs> basically, uh, what that means is, not only do they get to determine the polarity, you know, morality-wise, of the first tip, but also, people who uh, play that uh, quest, uh, 
every time they complete my challenges, they fill up the cauldron. Should we find out how much? Let's see. Let's yeah. do it. It's kind of wild. So, first cauldron tip going to be a good one. Positive polarity. Nice. Thanks to your... Cowards. Yeah, exactly. Thanks to your time investment. Of course, I'm well pleased. Even in my guys as Omen, I'm well pleased. Uh, and we'll see how that turns out for the party Yummy. later. Now, right. uh, when last we saw our heroes, uh, our, our space heroes, uh, a few noteworthy things did occur. Um, let's go down through it. Uh, there was an extended uh, montage-esque uh, escapade uh, where Sorrel Tomnook, uh, sister of Rosie Beestinger, uh, managed to drag Rosie all over what my people call Hell's Half Acre mm. um, to avoid telling their father some bad news. That bad news is pretty bad. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, the implication is that uh, the Homeward Star is actually much, much, much worse off uh, than we can tell from where we are right now. Uh, they're looking out at this constellation. It looks like it's there. It's an attenuation. It's like a. It's an. It's it's an astronomical thing. Uh, essentially, uh, from where we are, it looks like those things are still there. Um, but if you were to actually be where those things are, most of it is gone. There is one planet left uh, to save in this bizarre quest. Uh, that the bee stingers have taken on. There are very, very, very few bee stingers left. Yeah, especially after the, the space explosion. Yes. <clears throat> um, and wow. when presented with this information, uh, Papa, Admiral, you know, Erebus bee stinger. Admiral Papa. Admiral Papa, dad, Erebus bee dad stinger. <laughs> the Dadmiral, if you will, uh, has... Shadow Council came up with that one. Can't he seemed that. more or less unfazed. He was... He, does, he thinks it's either a lie, um, but at the end of the day, his purpose is such that if they don't accomplish this, if they're not able to stop the, what they call the adversary and what the party and indeed the Shadow Council calls the Sanglith, uh, it's just going to do it again to somebody else's family. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's worth it. It's worth it. Um, let's see, uh, Dinar sustained a, pr a profound amount of... of Abdominal damage. Yeah, you missed on that. On that. Oh, what yeah. happened? That's pretty great. Well, he entered into a uh, a combat test arena. Let's be fair. A halfling told him to walk through a door, and he did it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. He's like the halfling. He's like, why don't you check this out? Yeah, there was no other There's context. No yeah. He sustained forty-two points of damage in one series of attacks. Oh, but so, he, so that's why he turned into a can of potatoes. Exactly, exactly. That's what happens. So this is like, this is essentially, he's a can of potatoes like while he is dormant. And then, of course, he will unfold. Oh, for the podcast, there is just a can of potatoes next to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys should With know. a hat on with, it. Yeah, 76, go 76ers. Go 76ers. <laughs> uh, now, you're telling me that this is not an Overwatch app? It's no. not Soldier 76. Isn't that wild? I know, it should be. With these colors. Soldier 76 is just a big... The numbers. With these colors, numbers, you're t this is a ball thing? Could be both. Maybe. Maybe that's the derivation. Um, 
In any case, uh, let's jump right back into it. Now, we had suggested before, uh, in any case, Brahma had told the party that uh, her connection with Maleth is such, ma elite, as they say, uh, her connection with Maleth is such that she is able to speak for her from time to time. Uh, and what she told the party was that... What was that? It's a good wife. So badass. Oh, I'm the biggest Brahma fan there is. Um, making, making Brahma bad for a year was very challenging for me. Um, so, uh, essentially, there is a cost associated with uh, reincarnation. As there should be. Um, and that cost is paid by the person who is making their request. Uh, and so in the uh, period of time where uh, Walnut enters a kind of dark dream, uh, these, are the, uh, these are the things that are revealed to her in her vision. Mm. So we'll just play it. Yes. Oh, so glad we're playing this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to do that. I think that people like that, and whenever possible, I like to try to maintain. Sometimes it's tough, like with the live show games, like scheduling, like what happens when. But I think it's important to account for as much time as we can, I guess. Um, and then I can tip this cauldron, and it'll be good times. So uh, you uh, are standing on the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the ship, and you are looking down at yourself, uh, engaging in holy ministrations Mm -hmm. uh, over your friend Kithris, who at this point is is loved by you, but the physical thing that represents him is not what it was. It's like an accordion that someone just punched a hole through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, yeah, it's a, it's a... Thank it's, you for that imagery. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a sick accordion, essentially. Yes. Uh, it is uh, lace. There's almost nothing left. It's become abstract. Um, and as the spell is completed, uh, time seems to freeze. And uh, you can hear Maleth say, we honor reincarnation even over resurrection. Our belief is that you must re-enter the wheel and accept the life you're given with humility and service. Mm -hmm. Um, And she says, are you ready to pay the price, daughter? Yes, I am. In that moment... You become Kithris. Whoa. So, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> you stand up and you see events play out differently mm-hmm. than they did. You know consciously at some level that Kithris chose the body that had been uh, made for them by Maleth. Yes. But this form is now looking over at this perfect form as though the spirit had entered the old body. So if things had not gone the way that you had arranged them, Mm -hmm. this is what occurs. Mm. 
So imagine so that word in the in the very just in the very center, just imagine a dark pearl mm-hmm. in the very center of your being. And then imagine it erupting, the end result being something like an urchin, mm-hmm. uh, which is fit for our purpose mm-hmm. because it has the purple tinge already. Mm. We're ready to go black, purple. And then as these spines erupt out, they pierce directly through your friends and allies. Mm-hmm. And then as those spears pierce them, they too erupt like urchins. And it goes in a chain like this, a single hair-thin thread uh, erupting from Brahma's skull, reaching out to the daughters of Maleth, makes contact. A hundred of them die in a second. These spurs fire their way toward the Library Militarum. Mm -hmm. And then deck by deck, dimensional membrane by dimensional membrane, these things erupt as well. Uh, Josh, if you'd be so kind. Oh. This is OP. Yeah, Yeah, a little bit. So in the timeless, uh, in the, the timeless space here, you, it's like in the same way that like a, a bird might be obsessed with a piece of uh, string mm-hmm. or maybe a, a piece of beach glass that it thinks will uh, serve it well in its romantic campaign. <laughs> <laughs> These fine uh, needles of the sanguilith distribute themselves throughout the multiverse. And when they begin to fall on Toral, one of these finds its way into the Crypt Garden Forest uh, where Nalayan has built a new throne. Mm. Woof. Uh, And as it sails down, she leaps up from her throne, becoming a massive owl, snowy white, catches it in her beak, takes this instrument with her uh, to a tiered city not far from the center of the Crypt Garden Forest on the eastern peaks of the Sword Mountains, uh, the city known as Jannar. And as she drops this needle, it wavers in the air like a compass needle almost, finding its perfect balance point. And when it lands at the gate, what comes up from beneath the ground is the size of the city itself. What? You see what must be the wandering crypt out from the ground, birthed from the soil, and you see it reach massive legs, three in the front, three in the back, arranged into semicircles, 
and you see it begin to careen through the city of Jannar uh, toward the castle. Thank you so much, Josh. Jeez Louise. Uh, and when you awake, uh, Brahma is there, uh, standing uh, in front of you. You see her back, uh, and you see Foremother uh, hanging from her right hand. Um. You're in something like um, something like a. Uh, it's it's just a, a sort of nondescript place of rest. It's very. Uh, this is nothing that would uh, even approach the way that the Enclave would do it. Mm-hmm. The Enclave would approach this with less pragmatism. Yes. They would, it would recognize that healing has a spiritual component. There is nothing like that on the library ship. You don't remember how you got here. Okay. But you don't feel as if you were in an unsafe place. Um, so I wake up, sweat everywhere, um, and everything's very bleary. And I just, um, I just say, Brahma, what are you <clears throat> doing? <laughs> she, uh, she turns to you um, and says, do you need your sword? Would that, would that help? Yes. And she, she puts the, she like sets the sword like on your lap and then raises her hands. Um, I like grab it and then just kind of hold it close and like let out what feels like a breath I've been holding in for hours. Like, <sighs> uh, she uh, approaches the right side of the bed uh, and uh, brushes back your hair and shushes you. I am shushed. <laughs> um, Actually, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Bwom, bwom, bwom. Oh! I'm not even fucking, look at this. Critical shushing. We are talking about a critical shush scenario. <laughs> you saw it here first. Bwomp, bwomp, bwomp. Shadow Council, Mary Labors, please you. Where uh, they went? I was just going to say. This is beautiful. I was, gonna, I was just going to say, this beautiful, oh boy. I think, I, I think it's quite walnut. I didn't even know they had this. You should roll those to see how much shush damage. Here. Let's see. Dude, God, not, those take, are a, take a look at this set. This is the bloodstone <gasps> set, right? But I've never seen the. the I've gold, never seen this font. The gold. Like in it's that a font. hyper legible. Um, that's delicious. So it has red, bloodstone has a green. Apparently, roll the twenty and see what it gets. Component? It's a five, so cursed for well, you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, obviously only rolls fives. Mayor so. Labors, please you. Uh, we'll be sending these out uh, to you forthwith. Um. They're not for rolling. They're just for looking at. Exactly. <laughs> They're not for rolling. My gemstone set is like heirloom will be given to offspring. Yeah, exactly. Not it's got to it. be. Yeah. It's got to be. Um, so, so yeah, she is She is able to deliver maximum comfort. Somebody comes in mm-hmm. at the wrong time ostensibly to deliver some kind of, uh, some kind of payload. Mm-hmm. She recognizes instinctually it would ruin the moment. And they are sent away with a pointed finger. I um wherever Rosie is, she's also shushed. She doesn't know why. <laughs> dude, the whole sh- dude, uh, <laughs> a, a, a cloak of shushedness just descends. Kathar's <laughs> is just like okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Walnut looks up at Brahma, um, and she says, um, she has like a thousand things to say, but the only thing that comes out of her mouth is, 
it's good it happened like this. What? We almost faltered. She says, do you mean Kithris? Yes. She says, Fars Malis said that we made the wrong choice. Fars Malis doesn't know. She's like, he's a god, but he's also Dinar. <laughs> well, like, I don't, I don't, I mean, you do the math on that. If the vessel says anything about the god, <laughs> then yes. Fars Malis is the only who hasn't been imprisoned by the Sangolith, too. So maybe he's just like, he doesn't like, understand. Isn't that good right? Maybe he's yeah. not worth capturing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's not worth capturing. Bottom of the barrel. Um, she, she kisses your forehead and she says, it's a weird choice. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a weird choice. Walnut just says, um, Kathris, save us all. Yeah, and, and uh, Brahma says, it seems like they're doing well. It seems like they're pretty much Kathris. Everything's okay? It's, it's very Kathris. <laughs> Walnut. If, if that's any consolation to you. If anything, they're more Kathris. <laughs> Walnut says... And they, they, look, they look good. Are they happy? They don't know it. They don't know how They don't know they're beautiful. <laughs> they don't know how good, and that's it's gonna help. The best, yeah. um, but you'll see. Walnut says, Kathris is okay. I think if we were to ask Kathris, the answer would be very long. But yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. A, good, that's a good thing. <laughs> that tracks. Walnut lays back because she had a lot of worry over potentially trapping Kathris in a situation. Oh, between these. Oh, oh, oh. oh, Walnut's feeling was that it was like a decision was being made for For Kathris. Like the idea of... Uh, Walnut's feelings were um, telling Rosie, like, kill Kathris. Mm-hmm. I make the decision oh, for you. I take with all your weight. autonomy. Right. Even in your final moments of life, you have no choice. I, I kill you. I resurrect you. Like, Walnut had yeah. all this guilt. So hearing that Kathris oh, is then, okay. And then seeing yeah, that's huge. what the alternative was. That that was, in fact, if anything, like an endgame level plan. Yes. To utilize that, to utilize that other form as a weapon. So just knowing that that they're okay is 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 just it's a lot for her to take in, and so she just kind of sits back and has like a quiet moment. Okay. <clears throat> she says, "Are you good here for a sec?" Yes. She says, "I'm going to find out what they consider food." <laughs> that is good. Yes. Right. Yes. Maybe. Walnut realizes how hungry she is. Yeah. It feels like she's been asleep for a thousand days. She's like, I'm going to bring something. I'm going to see, I'm going to bring something that I see one of them eating. Please. <laughs> okay. As soon as Brahma leaves, Walnut reaches into her pocket and just pulls out a really smushed up good berry. And just in case, <laughs> she starts so munching on it. Thank God I packed the snacks. <laughs> My trail mix. And it's just all good berries. No, you, you reach into the pack. Mm-hmm. 
and you feel just something soft, like soft and round, sort of dancing underneath your finger in the pack. Mm. And Walnut goes, oh God. <laughs> and she opens the pack up. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like the, uh, the four and 20 blackbirds baked in a pie poem. Yes. It's like, as soon as, as soon as the lid of this thing is off, it's friends. Keep in mind. End to end. Walnut wild shaped. And when she wild shapes, all of her stuff goes into her. Mm-hmm. So they were within, within, contained within her at one point. Yeah. yeah. And they have a, it's something that these beasts have to make peace with. I mean, hopefully there's things that these creatures know that we don't. Maybe it's soothing. Maybe yeah. it's nice. But it's 4 and 20 blackbirds. Like, seizes, seizes the tail. Uh, it's kind of doing the thing where the, the snake, they, they go, like, they get a lot of height, as much height as they can. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's too rigid. Mm-hmm. And then hits the edge out. Uh, Call your doctor. Exploring it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. If you experience bag snake. <laughs> for longer than four hours. Um, Walnut but, wonders how long it's been since she fed, sees the tail. Wonders how it oh, hasn't just, eaten the birds. No, dude. It eats good berries consistently. Oh. It's, I mean. That's my vegan snake. Well, you're just, I, just kidding. I've, I love that show. Yeah, old TV, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's MTV, but it's like that late '90s era. Yeah, my vegan snake. You can see like the text. Um, there's a lot of vegan snakes. Like they check in with them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, underneath it is uh, it's truth uh, mm-hmm. that was underneath, and uh, truth has a good berry uh, in her beak, mm. and she is like hopping up first on the edge of the bag, then on the edge of the bed, then onto your thigh. And then hopping all the way up your chest to just to drop the berry oh, into the mouth. I, I let her baby bird it to me, yes. and somehow this is reassuring. Yes. Mm. I, in an instant, like it's a whole berry, and then it is a slurry, and yes. then it's just oh. right in there, right in that craw. Just Perfect. in case you can't chew. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then swallows Baby bird it. back into true smell. Yeah. And then we just go back and forth forever. <laughs> and then just kind of pan out. And, and that's that the moment. end of the sea theme. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We won. Dude, that's the final one. Yeah, we won against we won against berries. Um, that's how we defeat the sanguine. That's it. I knew it. Uh, uh, truth says, now, shall I feed you as a chick? Oh. Again? Oh, I no, I am sustained. So sustained. It is good. Perhaps it is, forever. It is, it is good. Oh, it's so good. It is Think good. It is good moment. to have. It is good to have the food in this way. Yes. It, it, is, better, good, it is good for the chick. Better for you. Um, this is like a mom. This is the right way. <laughs> you will be healthier. Well, because it's. Uh, it sure, it sure is. She, doesn't, she likes truth. She doesn't want to let truth down. Right. She so truth, goes, hop, 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 down into the bag. Yes. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Again. What's Vizier doing? <laughs> uh, Vizier is uh, standing at the. Uh, there's, there's sort of like a like a small curtain. Mm-hmm. Each of these things we described it last time, but you weren't here, so I should emphasize it. Each of these little uh, areas where people uh, rest and recuperate is sort of independent. It's not like obviously it's indoor, but they're sort of like small round uh, tents that are that have privacy in them. And it's okay, just a cool. place that has a bunch of them in there. Um, and so Vizier is basically like at the curtain, mm-hmm. down on the ground, uh, occasionally poking his head out 
and chirping. And we know that they don't chirp. Like the truth is, I, I've done nothing but talk to Stellaris Jays like all weekend, yeah. like in real life. Mm -hmm. they, like it's nothing like a chirp. No. At all. It's a scream. It sounds like a garbage truck. <laughs> it's, it's fucked. <laughs> right? And, and, and that's what happens. It's like every now and then the head goes out with the, with the tall sort of tufty hat mm -hmm. and there's a few warning barks <laughs> to, to anyone who would to anyone who would come in. Fantastic, dude! Yes, <clears throat> Walnut is f for once set at ease. The zero's purpose is known. Uh, it is known. Seizes the tail, uh, tries to make a break for the uh, exit, and in a second, with practiced avian skill. Uh, Vizier just comes right on the middle of it, picks the whole thing up like a worm, um, and then deposits it on your belly, and then goes back down to protect. So there is there is a menagerie of friendly beasts. I feel I feel great. Uh, the next berry doesn't quite get into the mouth. This one is more on the chin. <laughs> Bird just barfs on me. Yeah, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Feels like home. <laughs> and I wonder, do I need to go back to my life of adventuring? Or am I happy here? Finally, can in can this just, place. Can we just hang out? Everyone's <laughs> C team. <laughs> the C team, the C team uh, if we're doing it right, the C team should end about every 10 minutes during this game. Sure. We'll find the, we'll find the optimal, ultimate closeout points for every character. I'm just trying to wrap up these storylines. Exactly. Got to. <laughs> no, no. You know it's yeah, like, you can do that with like you're while you're eating, you're reminiscing and you're seeing the little flashback montage yeah. and then that's what gives you that closure as a viewer. Oh, yeah. So we don't have to go anywhere else. Nice. It's like, great. We're done. Yeah, that's it. And Thank the you. wandering crypt destroys everything. Yeah. <laughs> Adieu. Yeah, so what? Yeah. Why would Nalan use the Sanglis to summon the wandering crypt to destroy Shinar? I don't know. That's table talk, I guess, but... That what? might be a Dinar question, but we don't Dinar? know that yet. Dinar? Ryan? Who's Ryan? <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> For the podcast, Ryan, potato slice can, Hartman, just shook his head. I silently. don't know. I don't even know how to play d and I'm just a little baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the hero's journey. Uh... Well, that is him. I love Naruto. <laughs> I'm transformed. Uh, I ride transformed? you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we all got there. Oh. Podcast. All right. Um, <clears throat> podcast. Podcast. But I think that I think it, this is also for the podcast. But someone has actually taped a microphone onto this can, just in case you have something to say. Dehydrated. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, it's absolutely incredible. Anyway. Walnut getting barfed on by a bird. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, Walnut. I feel like Walnut is in a good place now. What's happening with my friends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where we're going now. Um, Bye. So, so we have lots of uh, <laughs> we have lots of scenarios. Uh, who wants to Who wants to jump in? I want to know what's up with this one. So we okay. Wait, but last time when last we saw our heroes, yeah, we had you were repairing the ship. Yes, which was unknown to yeah. Nobody else yeah. understands that, but yeah. but we it's, got it's, a sick new coriander ship. But it's vital. This is information that that uh, Walnut does not know, of course. Uh, but again, last time on Tessie teams, mm -hmm. uh, Rosie leveraged her uh, grandma Mancy and her intimacy, shall we say, with Shadow. We shall uh, to 
remember, uh, and then subsequently make real uh, a new ship capable of sailing in these strange waters. You can just make these suckers any old time. Crank them out. This one was heavily inspired by the cart, rather unfortunately. So would you call it ostentatious to a fault? Incredibly ostentatious, but now we have a giant ship with these gothic fixtures and banisters and... Water feature? A lot of, a lot of <laughs> pointless candles. Uh, let's say yes. that Kathris, because... I'm familiar with Kathris. They were afraid of absorbing the contents of this book because... But they closed it. And, and the book in question, uh, certainly for our for friends new and old, mm-hmm. uh, there is no text of any kind on the spine of the book, nor, uh, to the best of Kithris's knowledge, is there any text on the inside. There is simply a persistent, nagging sense that one is being constantly observed as they read it. Right. As they read nothing. Wow. Well, there's text inside the book. No. No, there's not. Okay, okay. Yeah. But that fear of being, or that sense of being watched, uh, I'm concerned that that's the angle that's trying to peek at the secrets of this book of how to hide from it. Oh, we also sliced off Kithris's finger because they grew at a sangolith fingernail. Yeah, the new drow body immediately started growing the sangolith yeah. What again. happens when you cut off the finger? Did a new one grow back? Nothing yet. Nothing yet, as far okay. as we know. But so on. celebrate that. But they did they had like it. a sweet little... I know. It was Coke, Coke nail. Coke nail. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was the, the, the joke. As Rosie grabbed him, grabbed them and said... Yeah. This is drugs. Is this drugs? <laughs> you want to do a, a bump off of my god? <laughs> <laughs> of my dark lord? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I do actually. So let's let's say then that I. Um, the next time we won't cut it off then. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the next one. I got two of them. Uh, I'm gonna go see if I can find uh, someone that I know, one of my uh, compatriots, because to inform them about this book. Who do you and want also, to talk to? I mean, who do I think is nearest? Would it be Rosie? I think that Wallen is still convalescing. I don't crazy. know where Dinar is. Where, yeah, where is Dinar? Dinar's asleep in uh, the hallway, I guess. You passed Dinar in the hallway yeah. uh, before, and you have occasionally seen Dinar since. You've walked by him, and generally speaking, he's just seemed very lost. But he's Dinar, and so it's going to be like that for a while. Okay. Right. Yeah, he's lost and very bloody. But you just smile and, ah, that's him. <laughs> I think I'll keep him. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let me, are you still out there then? Yeah. By there? Yeah, yeah. I, I, will, I will wander out for lack of anything else to do. I'm trying to find someone who's got, who could read to me, basically. See if, if there's anything that they can perceive. Because I'm afraid I'm going to skip to the wrong page and yeah. reveal Something that the Sangolith oh, should not. Oh, the monster at the end of the book? Yes, I'm afraid of Grover. Yeah. I remain so. <laughs> That's say. table talk, I'll save it. But. <laughs> Did they made a sequel to this book? Jeez. How can you? They gave it away. <laughs> they didn't leave anything open. All right. That's IP. Uh, yeah, I'll, let me, uh, yeah, so if I approach, uh, as I go down this. Any, yeah, this any, central, anybody you want to. Yeah, let me let me take a peek out where you are. Yeah, I I'm sitting very placidly, very proud of myself, kind of on whatever would be the um, the the shipyard 
Yeah, and the interior this, structure. Yeah. yeah. So imagine, um, and again, so unless you're moving left and right, you can see into the central core of this. Mm -hmm. And as you go out to seek um, uh, a companion that can, you know, help you read through this um, and allay some of these fears, perhaps, um, you see a ship in the central core of this. Uh, of the library that was not there before. Mm -hmm. There was the shattered sort of bow mm -hmm. that was there, but now there is a, a ship that has never existed before in any fanciful uh, imagination. But it's got familiar components, right? Oh, no, absolutely. You recognize it. As Coriander. Yeah. I mean, you okay. recognize oh, it right I, I away, I, except it is gigantic. Yeah. It's a um, matte black. It's, imagine, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, imagine that you could, um, like, take the corner. Imagine that you could expand coriander, but retain the ratio. Yeah. And that's basically what we're talking about here. Um, so not on the ship, but near it. Rosie, I'm sitting, um, like, legs crossed with my staff across my lap. And I have, I'm staring at the ship with this troubled look because it is very, it's, it's doing too much. But it, I, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> you, you, you had a moment of weakness. I did. And now you've made it permanent. I was thinking about coriander and this popped out, but um, I, I, there's this tiny, this frail little old lady form next to this, this massively over-designed sailing ship. And she's, I'm just kind of muttering Star to myself. Phallus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Soaring into the depths of space. Nobody would fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, there's there's just disappointment on my face as I'm I'm sort of chewing over the details. I'm like, why did why did it come out like that? That's that's even worse than the okay, well, you part. Feel a hand on your shoulder. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's uh, I'm wearing the mask of many faces from the library, so it's it's classic Kithris. Classical Kithris. But okay. it's like more polished because I was trying to look oh, nice for the that's right for the guest yeah, 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 the Libertor. Oh, nice. To impress her. Right, yeah. uh, and I say um, coriander. Everybody's getting a new body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still stuck with these old bones, but um, yeah, it seems like everybody else is having a good time. Don't count it out. I won't. It's working out great. <laughs> You've gone back to Cuthra's Classic, I see. Oh, not on purpose. I was just trying to impress the library. The librarian. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, I dis I'll dispel it. Extremely on brand. Oh, okay, yeah. so new Cuthra's. New Cuthra's, uh, Nothing from the waist down. <laughs> uh, some kind of mail or plate. Yeah, the, nice. basically the, the studded leather yeah. uh, breastplate. You had Rosie's cloak. Oh, I do have your cloak still. Area. Yeah. Do you want it back? Sure. <laughs> Completely nonplussed, I take it and put it over my shoulders. I did it. My gesture to the ship. There she is. That she will last. Slightly longer I in that just, grinding maw I of sanguilla. It could have been more practical, you know? And I noticed the book that you're holding, which I, I don't think is a familiar sight, even though you you're you would be a book nerd if you could. But Yeah, this book is in good shape. Okay. Uh, but it has no book. it has no writing. No, the, on the, the, the cover has a sort of like a gold leaf um impression. Emboss? Is that the term sure. in leather? Yeah. Um pressed into it. Of a single eye. A letter uh, eye or eyeball? No, an eyeball. Okay. Like a single eye that is looking out at the reader. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and the, the 
binding says the psychology of silence. <laughs> Some light reading, I see. Does it say it in common or halfling? Uh, it's, it would be halfling in this case because it it's from be the halfling, library. It could be halfling, but I can read it because yeah. it's language. Yeah. That's true. I just yeah. can't hear it. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, I, so I explained to you that um, I wanted to learn how the Tomnooks were able to hide from the Sangwilith. Right. And yeah. Maybe we could use this, but when I open this, not only have I noticed, I haven't gone very deep in it, there's no writing in it, okay. but I have the sense of being observed. Okay. And I'm concerned that. I still have the pact with the Sanguilith. I and it is going to look through me and get the secrets. I see. So I need to find a workaround. Well, crack it open. Let's see what I see. <clears throat> Sanguilith okay. ain't got shit on me. True. Okay. So I open it and I flip my um, eye patch down, but I'm looking at it through both eyes. Yeah, yeah. So it's your left oh, eye, as I recall, mm-hmm. much much like in much like TLC. TLC. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Um, wouldn't dare. Wouldn't dream of it. It sees absolutely nothing. It okay. sees a blank. It's it's almost like those, um, like the red blue yeah. uh, lenses, where like one eye is seeing something that's plainly there, mm-hmm. um, but just not through that lens. Okay. Um, and the right eye, it's something like a treatise. It's a uh, a philosophical treatise on avoiding certain kinds of thoughts. So you can never, essentially it establishes that the danger, it's like, okay, we can hide ourselves, we can hide our vessels, we can hide our craft, we can hide our bodies Mm. from the Sangwilith, but we cannot hide our consciousness. Okay. And so there can be nothing that comes back when it seeks for us. um, There can be no recognition of it that comes back. Oh, Okay. All right. So, and you've and you've you've noticed you've noticed that there's other reasons why it might be, but whenever this topic comes up with Sorrel, uh, and indeed any Tome Nook, they try to change the subject very fast. Sure. Mm. Okay. And and it looks like it looks like they're mad, and it's not something they want to discuss. But you wonder if they're looking at this, this the intro to this treatise, you wonder if it, they might not want to discuss it for another reason, that they right. don't dwell on it mm. for a tactical reason. Okay. Once, <clears throat> once I identify that my, my singleist eye patch doesn't read it, Help. I, I flip it back up onto my forehead and I pat the ground next to me mm. for Kathris to pull up for some story time. Okay. And I start to read. Um, and I think once I, once I get to the part where it becomes clear to me that it's the thoughts that have to be avoided. Right, and even then, it's like as soon as you start to, as soon as you start to consider the nature of the text and like the duplicitous nature of what they're asking you to do, yeah. it's like they're telling you about a horse and they're saying, Don't think do not think about a horse. Right. That's the entire book. Okay. Um, once I get to that part, once it becomes clear to me that this is all about avoiding certain thoughts, uh, my voice kind of trails off, and I start to scan <laughs> the text silently mm-hmm. instead. Um, and I realize I have no idea how to communicate this to Kathris, because although I think he would be very, very hungry for this concept, it, it does seem like 
extremely counterproductive for Cuthris. But I, so I, I close the book at some point and I kind of pat it gamely and I say, have you ever, have you ever had to avoid certain thoughts for your own good? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, it would seem that this is what this, the, the tome nooks have devised for the adversary. It's very much a thing of avoiding thinking, avoiding those thoughts, lest the adversary is able to spy on them. I think... Is this a practical guide? It does seem to be. Are you able to do that? I would love to be able to do that. What if I am doing it now? And I'm not aware that I'm doing it. Well, then I suppose you're succeeding. This is a great book. <laughs> Five stars. This is a page turner. No, I ask you, um, do, did you get a sense of being observed, of watched while you read it? None. None. Hmm. Yeah. It might be just me then. Do I, so as I'm, as I'm, when I experience that being sense, observed. Yeah. Yeah. Do I, I only know that something is looking over my shoulder, basically. Yeah. And it's when the book is open. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, it's like, in that same way, it's like if a person is like trying to read what you're reading. Yeah. It's that sense, only the positionality of it is behind your own eyes. Right. But I do not have that sense when I look at the boat. When I look at anything no. else, right? The presence is <clears throat> not there. No, no. There's something about this document. I, Rosie, how do I get this information into me without reading it? Let me posit this. And, I, and at the same time, I posit it to the DM. Uh, <laughs> Simultaneously? Yes. Double positment? <laughs> speak to both. No, I have, I have encode thoughts. Ooh. So my question is, my question is, I cannot read the book because Sangolith might be observing. Can I take Rosie's memory of having read the book and absorb that as an indirect way of receiving that knowledge? I think that's a really cool that's, idea. I that is super So crazy. I won't have read the book, but yeah, so, I will know what it is. So help our, help our friends at home. Oh, yeah. Here, let's find out if this even is possible. So this is, uh, it's a cantrip? Mm-hmm. So I just like yeah, fire this off. No, dude, cantrips. Well, but some cantrips have crazy pants cast yeah. times. Okay. So putting a finger to your head, you pull a memory, an idea, or a message from your mind, transform uh, it into a tangible string of glowing energy called a thought strand, which persists for the duration, uh, which is eight hours. Uh, so it, it's got this. So now somebody can have it. If you cast this spell while concentrating on a spell or an ability that allows you to read or manipulate the thoughts of others, you can transform the thoughts or memories you read rather than your own into a thought strand. Casting the spell while holding a thought strand allows you to receive whatever memory that contains. Okay. So I can convey an altered memory to somebody, should I want to do that. Yeah. Or I can extract yeah. One so it's a pensive thing. And retrieve yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, dude, that's the most Kithris shit there is. Yeah, seriously. It's awesome. Yeah. This, yeah. So <coughs> Guildmaster's Guide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, so I'm saying to Rosie, like, I, if I could receive that information that way, I, and I relate to you, like, in case 
the previous body failed. I was working on a contingency uh, to store as many thought strands as I could. Oh. Just the good stuff. Wow. Just the important parts. Where'd they go? Well, I can only cast one at a time. I was trying to find a workaround. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't keep it all in one strand. But I bet I could. you could keep a book's worth. Yeah, it doesn't... Or at least the... the Sense of a book, right? You you wouldn't be able to. There's no there's no limit, right? So you could just constantly be pulling out thoughts. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. It says it's a single strand, which relates to like a, an idea or a memory or a message. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's finite, but it might serve like as a Cliff's Notes. Yeah, yeah, version. yeah. Especially for Cthulhu, probably. Yeah. Okay. So this is a back in character. <laughs> this is something you would have to do to me first, or. Mm, it says, yeah, while concentrating on a spell or an ability that allows you to read or manipulate the thoughts of others, would, this is, I'll ask Rosie, but maybe the DM can also sound off, would awaken the mind count as that? <laughs> I am retrieving the thought of others. Yeah, that's basically how it is. Yeah. You're trying to create a back channel yeah. for this information, then encode it and perceive it. But... No matter how you perceive it, no matter how the information gets to you, is it still not perceivable by the singleist? That I don't know. Yeah. All I know is that I, I only am in trouble when I look at the book. It may know about the book, but not its content. I don't think we can risk that. It I think this, value, this information is too valuable. I would, I would be fine if I was the one who couldn't know. Because it's, it seems like it's important for our task. I don't think that... There's, in, there's nothing in this book that you can't know. The method appears to be just simply not thinking about. But if there's if there's the not the not thinking about is is the whole secret. So we just don't think about. Well, you've been thinking about the same with plenty and it hasn't attacked us yet, so not, not here anyway. Yeah, but I've been doing that so much that if I stop thinking about it, it might notice and it would be weird. It would, yeah, it, it, it would, would know something's some, up. Sums yeah. up. Yeah. We haven't talked in a long time. I see. <laughs> well, in that case... You read it and everybody should be aware of these contents. Okay. All right. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can know this. This <sighs> is... That is I know. so... Upsetting. <laughs> I'm very aware of how frustrating that must be for you. But this book is filled with unknowable knowledge that you can never attain. Not in this lifetime or any other. I understand. And I just hold it. everyone else will know it except for you. I just won't touch it. I just look at it a little bit. <laughs> that was mean. The last part was mean. That wasn't necessary, Rosie. <laughs> She's enjoying this just a little tiny bit. That's really important. <laughs> Uh, I suppose we should find Walnut. I gotta share this knowledge with her, <laughs> for sure. She's gotta know. Everyone should know. Everyone should know. <laughs> Not you, of course, obviously. Um, and I do think, I, I, so I pick myself up and I, I have this book kind of uh, out, clutched to my chest and I look around and I say, do we know where she is? Have you seen her? I don't know where she was conducted to, no. We should find her. Yeah, who would know? How can we locate? Well, we do know where the medical ward was because that's where Admiral Papa was being held. So 
I, I assume she could be there. Okay, yeah. That sounds... It's a good place to start. That's a good place to take my mind off this. <laughs> Hospital ward. <laughs> I think about the weird stuff that's probably going on in there. Oh, yeah. That's also interesting. <laughs> okay, so... That'll save me. I like this. So, Rosie, knowing that this is driving Kithris crazy, would now do anything to try to take his mind off of it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, to be like, so did you get to, uh, you find anything for the downstairs? Did anything, I mean, everything here is going to be halfling size, of course. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's interesting is the way that the, the, the visuals kind of shift around in this ship. You move your head this way, and it looks one way, you move your head that way. Isn't that yeah, interesting? Yeah, it's interesting, it's how, interesting. how trivial it is. It's <laughs> I'm amazed at how it doesn't need to be considered at all. You know what's surprising <clears throat> is the food here is quite good. It it's is. It's quite good. I like it a lot. It, Are you hungry? Yes. We should get something. We should bring something to Walnut. What do you think she'd like to eat? Do you want to get some food? Let's get some food for Walnut. Can I can I suggest this this praxis since we're already in the in the like the fetish zone? Knowledging. Knowledging. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything with Catrice is edging of one kind or another. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So we head back to the, the hospital ward in the hopes of see if we can pick up a trace of where Walnut has ended oh, up. Absolutely. And when you when you get there, there is a lot of people there. Okay. Uh, the daughters of Maleth have um, essentially taken over this wing. Uh, so there are two people uh, near the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're allowed in. It's fine. We're on the list. You're, you're waved in. Uh, they direct you to it. Um, <clears throat> but for the last uh, 15, 20 minutes, mm. your tiny room mm-hmm. has been packed end to end, like top to bottom, with Toe-to-toe. Daughters of Malu. Mm. What are they doing? Uh, they are. They're also spitting uh, good Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> They're all just, but each other and then. By the time it gets to you, it's very thin. We are all sisters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here, we share the berry. No, what um, are they doing? Are they fucking recognizing because Maliki was standing on the ship behind me? <clears throat> oh, no. There's a lot about this, but it, what it's done is I mean, they have come to believe that they live in the age of miracles. Okay. Like, and... And in some ways, they do. Well, being near to... You and Brahma is, is especially because of if you when you consider the oh, shit we're making a cult. The ori- ah, especially when you consider the when you consider the origin, yeah, uh, <laughs> what they came out of mm-hmm. and where they have arrived at mm-hmm. is just there is more questions than answers. Okay, and so they are they are agitating for another council. Okay, and I am weary in my bed. Um, so just imagine Walnut, like, you know. The like, Godfather? Like, in the bed, basically, just being like, all right, what would you, what would you have me do? So you're leaning forward? Um, no, Walnut's leaning back. Yeah, you're leaning back. Just she, flat on the bed. Not flat on the bed, but, like, <laughs> propped up slightly. Yeah. And then she's just like, okay, like, what, what, would, you, what would you wish of me? <clears throat> Uh, so there is uh, glances travel around the room, um, and 
uh, Sonnet steps forward uh, and says... It's a troublemaker, this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, so there is... We're, we're plainly on the... On the... In the dawn of war. But how... How are we daughters to prepare for this war? That I don't know. We need more information. We need to know our enemy. It is, it is too quiet. The response to this is a, a silence that completely takes all the oxygen out of the room. Walla says, in my time of need, the goddess has revealed herself to me and has helped me. And truth be told, I'm relying on that to happen again, but that doesn't help everyone in this room. And we need to find a way for you to fight too. We are able to figure out where Walnut is based on the crowd. Oh, no, you, oh, you, you can hear it. You can hear it's like happening. all, yeah, I mean, it's all, um, you know, small circular tents. Just imagine like, a, imagine like if you were standing like on the forest floor, like in a redwood forest, something like that, the very large trunks. Imagine that you just have like that lower slice mm. from the ceiling down, mm-hmm. and that's basically what it looks like. There's oh. just a bunch of these circular tents established on this layer. I see. Okay, so they've all like camped out, and there. it's very plain because most of this is you know a light hue, uh, and then very neutral um, circular fabrics uh, that are there, and then there's a lot of young women. <laughs> And it's, it is not Love hard to figure out where this is happening. Okay. So one thing I want to say that I do tell the room about, um, I tell them about what the Sangolith is. So I would love to hear what that is. Like yeah. for, the, for them. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And Ro- Rosie, I think, and Kuzris are, we're like at the back of the crowd. So we're hearing this presentation, but I don't think... So this is like the mm-hmm. crib notes of Walnuts. The crypt, the crypt garden The notes. crypt notes uh, of what Walnut thinks. And she says... Um, she uses her words very carefully, and she says, the Sangolith, as we've come to know it, captures gods. And so, too, did it capture our goddess, um, Maleth. I was able to... And as you say Maleth, like, the crowd looks to Brahma. Yeah. Um, I say, we need to free the gods contained within in the order in which they were captured, reversed. I was able to free Maleth by transforming into my tree self and pounding on the crystal until it broke and with Maliki's help. And I say, I believe we must free the other gods in the correct order in some way um, in order to defeat this, in order to weaken this enemy in order to defeat it. I say... Anyone has any ideas? <laughs> right. So this is this is more information. Yes. Uh, and this is helpful. This is like some place to start at least. Mm-hmm. Some place that um, prayerful meditation can begin. Great. Um, uh, Sonnet uh, holds her hand up for a moment, and the the conversations come to a close, and she says, "Our Salith has." found a kind of power in death. 
has our Salith passed on? No. Our Salith has discovered, allowed to study mystic arts mm -hmm. and magic. Our Salith has discovered a means by which death itself may be used as a weapon. This is something I wish to know about. <clears throat> I don't know if you hear, <coughs> I hear a bark from the behind way out. Oh. <laughs> a bark. Of it. Like, it is in a yeah. voice I don't recognize, so I don't it's, know who it is. Yeah. Sonnet uh, is about to open her mouth and Scythe steps forward. Oh, yeah. To the left. And she places a hand on Sonnet and says, Walnut, sister, are we not to put a stop to this? Oh boy, I have to know more about it to know. You have to know more about the power of death. And Walnut says, <laughs> I have been granted a vision. And if that vision comes to pass, many of us will fall. And if there is something we can do in our falling, <clears throat> I would know about it. There's a, there's a few uh, a few nods. Mm -hmm. Some there are those who recognize that there's a, a pragmatic element to this. I recognize this as a <clears throat> unpopular. Opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a hot take. This is a hot take. <laughs> so um, my hottest take. Another one. Another uh, daughter pushes forward. So this. The main thing that characterizes this council over the other one mm -hmm. is that it's not just Sonnet Good. speaking. You've, you've already heard from a couple. So this is a new one? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I say your name, sister. Barry. Great. And she, she it's, it's just like her face is like between Sonnet and Scythe. Mm -hmm. She's like pushing them apart and looking through like the slats, like, um, like a bead curtain. <laughs> she says... Sister, Scythe and Sonnet wish to marry. And they just die. <laughs> I say... The two of them die. They're dead. Oh my zero gosh. hit points. This, I say, this is... <clears throat> a, they fall to zero hit points and must make death saves each round. Uh, uh, Walnut says... Um, Sonnet, Sonnet says, we are on a, a, a war footing. These... Matters of the heart, of course, can. Uh, and then Scythe picks up, wait until the end of the <laughs> campaign. Walnut slams a hand down on her bed and it makes a frump noise, but it's enough to, to silence them. And Walnut says, we are on the eve of war. This matters now more than ever. And she says, um, I would be honored to hand fast you. <clears throat> Uh, Sonnet says, we don't, we don't know the old words. And Walnut says, I've seen it performed once before <laughs> for myself. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's, that's got him moving. Great. There's a, there's a, a churn in the tent. Um, Walnut says, should I speak them now? Rosie says, hold up! Pushing through. She's like, okay, yes, we can have a wedding, but where's the cake? 
We don't have dress, like what dress, what, what, you can't get married in this, what is this? I say, I say, grandmother, it's good to see you. <laughs> Hello, sweetheart, Hello. I'm so glad you're well. Um, these are warriors. This <gasps> is. What, at least a hand, like, like a, a, a ribbon or something, come on, there's gotta be flowers. Barry grabs, is reaching through, Barry grabs Sonnet's hand and Scythe's hand mm-hmm. and just places and just crosses them over and then just disappears. What? Um, Walnut reaches into her bag what? and she has a bunch a of quills. <laughs> a bunch of quills. What's a snake? <laughs> from the Ack Inc. Uh, headquarters and they're um, oh, nice. bound by a red ribbon. Nice. I always think they're, oh. their branding is red and black. Yeah. Like, it's, sure. like, it's like a yeah. fresh quill. Fresh quill. And um, she takes off the ribbon and all the quills fall to, like, everywhere. And so you can tell this is, like, a serious thing. Right. She's letting this happen. Yeah. Yeah, they fly away. <laughs> um, and it's not quite enough, but she binds her hands in a way that's, you know, mimicking what Nilayan had done. Um, and she starts saying her best approximation of what Nilayan had said. And it's important that it's not right. It's not quite right. No, but, but even better... Is if Brahma comes in and just like murmurs the correct word? Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I would imagine Brahma would have like a good memory oh, for that kind of thing. You bet she does. I, I pick up the quills, I split them into two, and I give one to each <laughs> of the warriors, <laughs> like little bouquets. At least hold them with the other hand. And that enters into tradition. Yeah. Is holding feathers. <laughs> no, a thousand years later, oh. there are feathers. They're garbage. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say. <laughs> That's the end of the C team. And that's the end yes. of the C team. The camera just Pan pulls out. away. Just feathers, um, head to toe. So, yeah, and when Walnut finishes uh, the words, she she undoes the the ribbon and she hands it to both of them, um, and she says, uh, you know, um, you know, one of you carry this into battle. Um, it in our custom, I believe, it would protect you. And the other one's just fucked. Sure, luck, yeah. The other one would pick up the mantle if the other one falls. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Nice. They like Scythe and Sonnet don't know, like, you can tell that they don't know who should take it. Mm. Like, say, it's like a Lady of the Tramp sort of thing with the noodle. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And I say, welcome to marriage. <laughs> 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 Scythe gives it an extra tug mm-hmm. um, and uh, incorporates it. What about kissing? Into her raiment. Do they, do you, do they, <clears throat> they can do that on their own time. Yeah. I want to see it. This is a war. This is, it's I beautiful. appreciate this. Um, <laughs> do I get the sense that the council's over? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so once everybody's like uproaring or whatever, and I say to Rosie, and I say, Kathris, you need to bring me Kathris. Oh. Didn't that notice? Yeah, <laughs> when, when the crowd parts some, you can see like the one who looked like they didn't get finished. They're not finished getting dressed. They, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just they, like showed it, they were late. They woke up late, and they had yeah. to like, show up at the council anyway. Mm-hmm. So when you said downstairs, you meant downstairs? Downstairs. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and Walnut knows immediately who it is. And Walnut <laughs> looks at Rosie pleadingly and says, I need one moment alone with the dress. Absolutely. I go orchestrate a honeymoon. Apparently, we gotta do that tonight because we're going to war tomorrow. And she goes t- 
tearing after Sonnet and Scythe. She's like, I saw a nice suite when I was walking around. I think you two could share it for tonight. It'd be very important. Incredible. <laughs> Walnut is like, God bless. They can have the ship. Yeah, oh yeah. Dude, I'm talking Please. about the honeymoon suite. Yeah. And the ship's rocking. <sighs> you guys yeah. can have the whole whole run of the ship. Yeah, when the ship is bobbing on They're Astro christening winds. the ship. Yeah, they are. Um, okay, so uh, I have Brahma usher out the rest of the daughters. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't take much. Good. Like they, I mean, recall that. I mean, just yesterday, in real time, for them, mm-hmm. they saw black antlers yeah. come out of this woman, and then a woman made of stars. Also, it was a lot. It was a lot, and they respect it. No, they respect. They feel it. And you know I what? Like, they respect. They it. like. I like Amy. Amy hmm? is all about this queen goddess look. And Walnut can't stand it. She, she can't do it. A plus, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but, good, so good. <clears throat> um, so she uh, kind of sits up in bed, and it's like, you know, like she has some aches and stuff. Um, like this really took a lot out of her, <laughs> like body and soul. Um, and she says, "Kathris, like, come close." Yeah, I would look at you, Kathris. So I, I, I approach, and there's a. A hesitance, like, what's the right thing? And I just kneel on one, one knee, mm-hmm. and I'm like, friend, how can I repay you? There's no way. We both know that there's no way. What you've done for me. Walnut says, um, I'm not your friend. I am your sibling. And I just want you to be okay. <sighs> this game's too much. It's a lot. I, because of you, I am. For now, and the for now part is not because of you, but it's because of the Sanglith. <laughs> I'm not saying that you did a bad job. You did an amazing job. Is the Sanglith <laughs> still within you? In a way, yes, I think so. That's why, and I showed the lost finger that was cut off. I hold your hand and I say, worn in already? (laughs) Yeah. I just made this. (laughs) It's in the walls. You had your phone two days, dropped it, cracked the screen. Yeah, yeah. Dropped it right in the toilet. (laughs) You know what, and you didn't get the fucking, it would have been a hundred (laughs) dollars. It would have been a hundred fucking dollars. Now you gotta spend two hundred dollars. Like, the resurrection. Is so precise that it even maintained the bond, the pact. I wish that it hadn't. You did too a, good a job. But it's a, you know, it's a A plus. Kudos. Walnut <laughs> goes, she is racked with guilt again, and she goes, I'm so sorry. I only knew how to do it one way. I only knew one way. And I'm sorry that this still haunts you. Brahma. Uh, had given the two of you space, mm-hmm. but she won't listen to that. Um, oh, rewind it. What was yeah. the piece that the the guilt? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. and she comes over and she says, "You know what would have happened if you hadn't done it." Well, and that gets like like color drains from her face, and she goes, "I wanted to talk to you." 
because I think you have a right to know what would have happened if you chose the other body. Mm. And Wilna tells you everything that she saw. Mm. Um, Brahma, she tells you this story, and then in the in the silence uh, that's required to process it, Brahma says, "I'd love you. I won't hear ill spoken of you, even by you." Mama just says, "I love you too, but this is who I am." <laughs> <laughs> Um, What's she say now, Jerry? <clears throat> well, she says, Malith is within me, mm. but she was gifted to me. I'm not, I'm trying, but I'm not of the enclave. And she says, but the gift is infinite. Mm-hmm. What if I, what if I gave it back? Would that, and while she says, tears she's, are turning. She, she says, I need, I need a piece of paper. If, <laughs> if. <laughs> that Walnut can do. <laughs> if Maleth. Cast Tiamat out. Mm-hmm. Could she not also cast out the Sangolith? Walnuts, like, just thinks to herself, she didn't say it out loud, but she's like, you know, well, what can't Malith do? What have I, what have I known her to be able to not accomplish? Um, but yeah. Walnut looks over at Kithris and she goes, I would never have you house a god that you weren't comfortable with. And if you have some other means to displace this curse on you, it's completely, it's completely in your hands. Say, oh, oh sibling, this is, this is the means. I've been, I've been uh, tethered and uh, made to suffer at the hands of of individuals who I did not like for most of my existence. Of course I would accept this one. Um, This god, this goddess, could really get me out of a jam. (laughs) Well, we don't take the emotional heat out of it. (laughs) What can I do? To get you, 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 you got to get a god <laughs> into you today. <laughs> this bad boy. <laughs> Walnut, so many gods. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> Walnut looks at Brahma and she, um, she Brahma, puts the back Brahma of her hand is, on her face. Brahma's eyes are black. Oh. And Walnut knows that she's not talking to her anymore. Right. Um, and like she, as as your hand sort of like moves down, mm-hmm. the uh, antlers have begun to meticulously construct themselves uh, according to a, a divine mathematics. Um, well, Walnut is touching her face, and she looks back at Kithris, and she says this. She would have said this to Brahma, but she says it to Kithris. And she says, Brahma doesn't need Maleth to be part of the Enclave. She will be of us soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, um, I say, I would be honored if you 
if you if you have started now. <clears throat> uh, Malith turns her head like this majestic, uh, gleaming crown turns its full force on you. And you know that this is like an iconic representation. It can't possibly contain all the all the sophistication and complexity of the... It's packed down. Even in this diminished state, Yeah, it's overwhelming. And Mela says, will you again be a road warlock? Uh, yeah, Catrice, you see that I am... I'm very pragmatic. I like to think I am, but it's not present now. Like, <laughs> I'm shaking. Uh... Because it is, it's like I am sore afraid. You know what I mean? Yes. The uh, yeah, I say um, I'm barely fit to house my own god. Uh, I'm absolutely I accept, and I'm on the ground. Yeah, she reaches her hand down. Uh, to you, and in it is the uh, the hilt uh, of a blade. It's like she's just holding the hilt of a sword. Oh, yeah, I, I grasp it. As you draw it out, it is as though her arm is a sheath, uh, and the sword that you draw out is made of rich emerald green glass. Um, and in that moment, you are seated, uh, just on a, on a simple stool in a dark place that is lit from below by stars and seated opposite you is Moral Colnbluth, uh, and she says, is this guy's acceptable? I would speak, Thriss. By all means. She says, I have what you want. The Ur. I contain the Ur as I contain the others. There is no, <laughs> there is no reason, no true reason. I know what you desire the most, and that is the certainty I possess. Why would you cast it away? You're this close. You're this close to actually knowing. You want, you're going to take this sword, this weapon. It's not you, is it? Not really. I'm saying Indeed. these things don't matter that much. But. This has been my position from the beginning. There was never really another choice, Thriss. Oh my God. But, and yet, no one is in the position to act as intercessor. I am in a position to act as intercessor. If my are. knowledge of the earth is complete, I contain it within myself. I am the parentheses. Jerry and Catrice says that. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like this. Hmm. 
Imagine the crisp, cool silence of a universe where there is only communion with the Ur. I, I, I yearn for that, but that universe is not located inside of a stomach. And if you are an intercessor, if you do stand between me and my God. You know it to be true. If this is what I perceive to be true, yeah, then that is have... a limitation of mine. Not a, a, a power of yours. Says, Thriss, understand that what the future holds for you, the near future, the imminent future, understand that it brings me no pleasure. I would you hope so. You were a profound, <laughs> profound investment on my part and look at what you've accomplished. Look at what we've accomplished. Yeah. Even that is proof that you are not as great as you believe yourself to be. What a mistake you have made. <laughs> you delight me, Thriss. <laughs> you delight me. This cheek, this pluck. You know what? You can still surprise. I imagined that you were the herald because of how you looked. Isn't that funny? I contain the herald now. It looks like you did look before. How could I have missed it? Uh, yeah, I, Catherine is not laughing. He's very stone-faced. <laughs> I'm delighted. Uh, uh, but so, yeah, Catherine, I say, well, well, then you have him. Rejoice. What more do you need of me? You have every part of me that you desire. Remade and I shall, even. And I shall have the rest soon enough. Uh, you find yourself uh, kneeling before uh, Maleth. Uh, this gleaming green glass sword uh, in your hands. Next time you come to the table, you need to remake Kithris as a hexblade. Oh, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. <laughs> oh. um, so, choice. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Um, so, do I get the sense that this is, this consciousness has moved? This is. The, the, the spiritual bond mm -hmm. is immense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I look at Kithris and I summon my strength and I take you in my arms and I just say, you're home. <laughs> All right. Uh, gather throng. 
revered shadow council mayor Livers, please you pate we're gonna be back uh with more c team action and adventure uh right after the break don't go anywhere hello this is jerry holkins of penny arcade have you come to loathe all the things that you own do all your possessions simply remind you that everything around us is slowly decaying as we speak the only force you have against that is to purchase brand new items at the peak of freshness. And luckily, at store.penny-arcade.com, you can do exactly that. We have got garments for your torso. We have got art, pins, Acquisitions Incorporated stuff, PA compilations. In any case, if you're listening to this, it's entirely possible that that is the sort of stuff you might like. Take a look. On my phone. Hello. I'm Jeffrey K. Horcrums. Welcome back to Tessie Teams. Uh, this is the most important piece of information uh, that could possibly be conveyed, um, which is that uh, as Kathristraub rises uh, to accept their commission, their mystic spiritual commission uh, from Malith as a Hexblade warlock, um, what comes along with that is like the DLC armor. <laughs> yes! Right? The kind, it's like, Paint best, Paint best, for me, Jerry. best value. Let's see, what, let's see what you got. Right, like the monster sets. Yes. In the oh, SO. yeah. Yes. Um, which be, I know about. I'm going to grind on that. I'm going to find a yeah. way. But, <clears throat> but I get the pants, though? I get yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the key. Um, is that uh, you have the pants. It is essentially, uh, from head to toe, the look is a... Uh, mystical, eco-terrorist librarian. <laughs> Is it like mm. the blue and black, but like EPA flavor? Yeah, exactly. Like the oil on the on the surface, but then um, mm. scroll cases where scroll cases where a uh, quiver might be woof mm. 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 prepped, yeah. prepped. Now. Uh, so, uh, do we still want to play Dungeons and Dragons? Or Not really. I know. I want to. I want to work on the art. Let's just steep. Let's just think about <laughs> it. God's going into people is the only way I can get off now. So. Yeah, just, <laughs> this is the game for you because that's basically all we got. Nothing we got that we'll one do. button oh, and we fucking push it Nashing like crazy. It. Um, so I want to walk out of this room with Kathris and find Rosie, who I'm assuming was eavesdropping the whole time. Not the whole Dude, like time. no like at the like at the curtain yeah well so she ushered the, the happy married couple off to the to the boat <laughs> yes and made sure that oh. they like had room service on the way whatever that entails on a library potatoes. ship yeah Worms. probably fucking potato slices yeah. um, and Worms. then just like casually as with with the um, the the premise of like picky tidying things up and like you know what I think I forgot. I left something back in that room, so I'm just gonna slowly make my way there, but it ends up being extremely direct route, yes. little halfling legs. And then, so she hears the tail end of this, and, and whatever, whatever I don't know what came out of Kathrissa's mouth as they were getting this, this um, gift. That was, would have been silent. Yeah, so just like some silence and some ruffling, and then what sounds like a hug and some murmuring, and so she's she like, in. things are going well. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I think she's still respectful. She respects Walnut's desire for privacy, but That's really sweet. like I think you guys are both elves, very quiet. You exit that room, Rosie had no idea. She she could not hear the little the little elven <laughs> like footsteps. To the way like Prius. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> scary, dude. So, and you, you can you can die. Yeah. 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 You can die at the mouth of a Prius. Yeah. <laughs> so Rosie is like 
leaning on whatever curtain, and then you two come out, and she's like falls forward. Like, there it is. That's what I was looking for. My hospital blanket. Wanna <laughs> supporting herself on the wall. She's still a little tired. And she motions to Kathris and just goes, look at them. Look at all of them. I leave you two alone for five <laughs> minutes? He wouldn't, he refused to put on pants for the last eight hours. Sorry, they. Oh, I'm gonna get this one of these days. <laughs> We're like, it's okay, Grandma. <laughs> I'm gonna mess up so much. Yeah, you're gonna. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah. So now, so, so you're like holding yourself on the wall, and an exhausted Brahma has now taken your place on the bed and has laid back. Oh, shit. I run back in there. Um, and I look at Brahma and I go, I don't know if you heard me, but I just want you to know mm-hmm. I'm going to make you feel part of this grove. Okay. You're going to be the best one. Is this? And I bet the daughters will leave you alone now. I get real tired. I know. I get real tired. I get real tired. I'm like her shoe. I'm just like a shoe that she puts on. You did such a good job. And then really? I, I kiss her forehead and I go, Ugh. you did a good thing today. Hey, you know what? I try to do one each day. <laughs> and then she falls asleep. <laughs> I kiss her forehead again and I tuck her in. And, I, um, and I'm just amazed at the strength of her. Yeah, she has it. The, her nature. I've, um, I've got my hands on my hips. Hmm. I'm looking around at all this. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> so you're looking at this. Huh. No, and then at your ankle, Vizier, uh, wings are back. Same energy. Well, same energy, just like assessing. Yeah. Judging. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm judgy. There is a point where Rosie, I'm, I'm turning like, hmm. huh. Huh. Hmm. Vizier's, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, Vizier is exactly perfect mirror. the hmm. same. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I go up and I put my arm around Kathris and I go, we're going we're gonna to ride these goddesses into battle. That's what's happening. <laughs> Wide eyes. Yeah, she's just like. Is that too? She's like. Is that too? Me uh, and them. To Rosie? Yeah, I say that to Rosie. Yeah, it's the same while I. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like a shoe, like a stylish, incredible, well-made boot. And I say that a god is wearing one shoe on one foot, another shoe on the other foot. And I motion to Brahma and then Kithras, and I say, "The goddess does as she pleases, but she sure does help us." You all did some god shit while I was gone, didn't you? You kids are doing that god shit again. Are you doing god shit now? Get these gods out of there. You, ow. I can smell god shit in there. Is, this, is, is there a god in there? No, let's keep you for friend. And I say, the Sangleth is gone. What do you mean gone? We win? Oh, see, so, yeah, when you say that, amid all of the, like, this, the energy that I feel, the goddess, and, the, and the, this youthful body, and I've missed not, you know, feeling yeah. old and tired, that makes me upset. Like, but did it work? Did it work? And then I get worried that that's uh, sacrilege. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Since I had a direct line to a god I could we make mad. might be able to test it. And Rosie produces the book from earlier. Oh, yeah. The Psychology of Silence oh, or whatever it was called, right? The perfect litmus test. Yeah, okay, I, I hesitantly yeah. take no, it. No, no, you perceive it as Rosie perceived it. Okay, so I'm seeing the word. You see a book, you see, uh, you see the uh, gold leaf embossed so on the surface, the, the, the Libertor 
uh, would be overjoyed. Mm. And I, I have a, an eye on you. I, I still have my bracelet, but it, you no longer have your necklace, oh, right? Yeah. The old body got that. That might come into play at some point. That's how we win. Yeah, um, he doesn't need yeah. air. Yeah. He, never, he never did. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was a plus. Me. It was yeah. a plus. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I'm fiddling with the bracelet just sort of self-consciously as you open this, just in case. But yeah. nothing, of course, would ever happen yeah. from it. No. It's, it's gone? It's gone. I can read it. It's gone. It's visible to me. Yeah. Now, the one piece, the one piece that comes along with this, mm -hmm. this uh, fervor and this energy. Is a love of the show One Piece. Exactly. Which is uh, an anime. <laughs> Gotta get into it. <laughs> Ooh, Ryan likes that. <laughs> <clears throat> no, is that... The tiny connection, that hopeful connection to the Ur, mm. is completely gone. Mm. Like know. even that remnant connection, that aspirational channel that you could occasionally tap into, is silent. Uh -oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Upon realizing that, <clears throat> no, and as, and as as you feel it, like as you feel that. Um, Tower of Terror, we've all seen it. Twilight Zone, California Adventure. Gal fall down. It's, Galaxy, it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy now. Yeah, oh, really? Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. Still got Rod Serling though. Yeah, as you, as you, <laughs> as you, you feel that um, elevator sensation, uh, Brahma says, Brahma like looks over to you out of a sleep and says, be not afraid. And then she says, Look who I'm talking to. And then she <laughs> rolls over uh, the other way and goes back to sleep. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a maybe a shock at how little upset I feel over lacking that. Like, I know that deer exists, and I know that that is where we are going. Yeah. So. There is a, the, the consolation that is there. Like, the comfort is alien. Yeah. It takes a while to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. Do you still have your focus? Yeah, I still have it. I don't know that I can do anything through it now. Hmm. It's Maybe, a rock. Yeah. This is going to require some... It's a cool stone that you have. Our yeah. people love rocks. <laughs> That's We're great. into it. Mm -hmm. That's a start. That's something. Ever the optimist. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to... I, I vow to meditate on that. I need to realize that connection being lost well and you'll be able to realize it using the dnd beyond yeah. it's easier than ever to identify your lost connection to your patron god mm -hmm. Ooh, new ultimate yeah we have to Ooh, do a new yum, ultimate. Yum. Well, you know what we'll do we'll talk about it at table talk okay i already have ideas <laughs> really no hey, just give me uh, forest friends let me have that i'll just do that too <laughs> You want to use it once a season? You can have it. It's a third level spell. It's all the time. When do I get a new ult? Table talk. Table talk. Table I'm talk. pissed. New ults. It's going to happen. New ults. Focus uh, for us. No. Yeah, yeah, write it all down. Uh, write it all down. There is a, <clears throat> there is, you can hear a, like a shouting and a commotion uh, from the, the entrance to this uh, ward. Okay. Can't stay happy for two minutes? No. Uh-uh. 
No. You guys, you have your arms around each other, and you're just giving Rosie this, like, super wild-eyed, like, we've just done a whole bunch of Coke kind Mm -hmm. of a look. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, great. And then (laughs) now we hear hear some rustling. No, no, you think it's it's Dinara's voice. Yep. He says, says, why? Why is everything here so sharp? (laughs) Oh, boy. Do you have any safe rooms? Hustle. Hustle over (laughs) toward the, the sound. Yeah. He's like... No, I got it, Rosie. I got it. I don't think you got it. I have it. What's going on? Don't worry about it. He's like holding in the middle part <gasps> of his body. It's fine. It doesn't look fine. No, I'm going to cast a spell. That you, looks like you, most of your hit points. I'm just going to lie down, eight and skate. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Denar. <laughs> <clears throat> so he, he, he sort of like pushes himself into uh, one of these curtained cylinders but there's already someone in that one. So he has to leave, um, and he has to, at every point, at every juncture, he needs to appear as though everything that's happening is fully intentional. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he has to go to two more before he finally finds one that has a bed in it. Just watching and waiting. (laughs) They'll figure it out. Each, each Each time he pings between one of these, the trudge is a little slower. And every time he comes out, Rosie's like, still got it? <clears throat> Eventually, it's just a thumb. Eventually, he just shows you the thumb. No eye contact. And a little smile tries to reach back to the crack. Doesn't, the smile never gets to the eyes. <laughs> All right. Well, step, drag, stumble. Yeah. Through. As long as he's laying down, he can get that long rest. Is he, did he, he find a place? Yeah. Yeah. It took a while. Okay. It was the, the fourth such a uh, journey. I heave a very heavy sigh and I go check to make sure that he's actually resting comfortably because it did look like there was a lot of dragon-based blood pouring out. Is he, did he actually find a bed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then ultimately he was able to, by the time you go in and look, he is uh, asleep, but he takes up the entire bed. So it's just limbs out on the back and then legs down on the front. Okay. Um, uh, as much surface area as possible. Um, and you think that the bed probably has maybe another half hour in it. Okay. Before it becomes uh, synonymous with the ground. Well, so just kind of tisking to myself, I get in there and I put, everything's halfling sized, but underneath. It's a good size. It's, a, it's the size. Um, but I put all, all the pillows I can find underneath the bed for when it inevitably collapses under his weight. Mm. And, and the whole time I'm like, couldn't have found a bed. It's your size. They said you go to left seven. That's where you were going to find a bed. But you clearly didn't go to left seven, did you, Dinar? No, you decided you were going to go to some place with something stabby that's going to get you in the stomach. And there's a tiny, 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 tiny little halfling blanket that gets pulled up over Dinar's mask. It's like putting a napkin on your belly. It's, it's yes. like a, it becomes a bib. Yes. Once it gets <laughs> but, it, but it starts, but you start pulling it on at the feet yes. like, you, like you should. Exactly. And then it just all keeps going up. up. Yep, all the whole time as though it's covering his whole body and it gets all the way up to his chin in this little halfling blanket. And I'm like, it's like okay. the rest of it is just a grandmother's love. It's like somehow it, it does extend. It keeps you warm. Yeah, still, yeah. still. Then, it's, he's getting <clears throat> chided in his sleep, but not too loud so he doesn't wake up. But I gotta make sure my baby boy's warm. Thank you, Grandma. Thanks. Um, as you, uh, as, it, <laughs> as, it, as it reaches the 
Is there something you'd like no, to say? No, I'm just delighted. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was in character. <laughs> as, it, as it gets in the same way that, like, you know how you can, like, form feet and legs, form, you know, form arms and torso and form the head, like, there's, like, the magna locks that go in. Once the bib is magna locked um, underneath mm-hmm. the chin, um, the light in this place shifts to violet. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> like a soothing violet, or you don't think it's intended to be soothing, um, and you hear a voice uh, that appears uh, that is instantiated from mouths about every fifteen feet. Mm. Oh. Uh, the mouth says, "This is Sorrel. Uh, prepare for shardfall." And she's like, "Rosie, get up here." <laughs> Sorrel, that's over now. <laughs> Across the whole ship. Okay, breaker, breaker, one nine. Uh, so. I could, you guys heard this too, right? Yeah. Heard what? <laughs> All right, so I make sure to grab grab the two of you. Like we're going we're gonna to have to probably go up one of those weird staircases, but stick with me. I don't but, think I can do this without you guys. So you traverse uh, the coil uh, up into the, uh, the sort of the command, that inverted diamond I described mm-hmm. before. Uh, the same place where you were given the knowledge that perhaps things have gone on a bit farther than you thought. Right. Uh, as far as the Homer star is concerned. This is mm. essentially the bridge. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It just rests on the top. But from here, they have the ability to observe and view things that are around the ship. Okay. Um, and you can see what looks almost like a school of fish. Um, and so when you, when you break into the... Uh, when you break out into the diamond... Uh, Sorrel looks up and waves you over quickly, and then uh, she points up and then snaps her fingers a couple times, and you see that uh, the clear gem shift again into that uh, mode of vision that shows exclusively uh, that which the Sangwilith has touched. Okay. Uh, and it, it is in this, it is in this um, vision uh, that you see, as I suggested, this sort of like a swimming school of fish. It's like a uh, flocking bird. So this is the same sort of behavior. It's as though there. It's a. It's though a, a range of uh, crystal shapes are all sort of traversing space according to some designated mode, and they all move as though they are uh, hinged to one another. Swarm dynamics is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are—it's—it's they are essentially sweeping through space. Okay. And they can't see. They don't appear to see us. Uh, Does it look like they're hunting? Yes, that is—that is exactly. So do you do you want to just say that to to Sorrel? I'll say. Are are they hunting? She says. She says yes. Uh, They do this after after we have been discovered somewhere. They send one of these schools, mm. and uh, and she says, so they're trying. They're trying to find the ship, uh, and you're seeing this thing, uh, like a kite almost, just sort of like flailing and flapping around, tra- traversing the same uh, ribbons and passages uh, that you've learned, um, but they, it is moving with incredible. Speed. Does it ever find a ship this way? <clears throat> uh, she says, 
we have lost ships before, but we don't know if this is how they've we don't know if this is how they've done it. Um, and as it uh, it sort of begins to slow down, and then as it slows down, they begin to spread out mm. in a, a kind of mesh where the distances between them are completely uniform. It's almost like a quilt. Like you can see that you can see sort of like an undulation can pass through the entire plane of this thing. Um, and then the one at the very tip, at the front, bursts. And it fills, uh, I mean, from here, you'd have to guess, it's a massive area, hundreds of feet wide, with a cloud of purple glass. Mm. Does it endanger us, our ship? But, that doesn't appear to. I mean, that's far enough away. Right. Um, but this this uh, quilt is beginning to stretch out um, and near the ship. Do so, I, Rosie. <clears throat> I take a. I sort of take a ready stance, even though there's there's nothing combat wise for me to do. And with my eyes still on this, I ask Sorrel, "What are our options here?" Uh, she says. We're going to move very slowly away from it and hope that we aren't caught in these clouds unless you have a better plan. I feel like, yeah, do you, does Rosie look to Kathris? Yes. Like, it's like flack, essentially. It's just yeah. filling up these massive spaces with this, as we know, conscious crystal substance. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm more disturbed than you used to seeing, like in the wrong way, in the mm -hmm. bad way, in the it's, it, way. Yeah, it's, it is, it would, be, it would be hard not to come to the conclusion that you were being actively hunted. Yeah, but on top of that, like I am not used to having at least some, you know, unwanted communion with this other god, but I have no information. I don't know what this oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's the opposite, isn't it? I have no look in on. I don't have the ur. I'm kind of... Oh, so I now, now you're actually do. exposed to it the way that everyone else is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know what... Yeah, I'm, I'm almost paralyzed by yeah. it. Yeah. It's just alien. Yeah. This alien-seeking intellect. Usually when we're dealing with the Sanguith, that's something that Rosie would turn to Kathris and get some kind of insight on. So she sees your face and... And it's just sort of this mask of fear and uncertainty. It's almost like somebody who, like you used to be able to hear something, but mm -hmm. now you can't hear anymore, right? And, yeah. and it's, uh, so it's, it's like a lost sense. So yeah, so she sees that and then she turns to Walnut with that same kind of like, do what we have we do? any, yeah, do we have any better ideas? Walnut looks at Kathras and goes, you have Malik inside you. She was imprisoned inside it. Ask her, what do we do? <clears throat> What do I, what would I do? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Maybe, maybe they don't know how to ask. Yeah, yeah, they don't know how to and ask. I ask Maliki for stuff all the time, so it just seems like. Yeah, yeah, it's a button. Katrice has never had a god where you're like, can this thing, can this be? And they come back with anything. There's nothing. Nothing has ever come back from, the, well, very little has come back from the earth. Mm -hmm. So like that is, it, it's like, that's crazy. If you're like, you, you talk to the goddess. Kathrissa's response is, <laughs> 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 
Roll an insight check. <laughs> hey. I'm going to take some, I'm going to take advantage of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you got all those. I'm going to take advantage of this. Ooh, Ooh, three. Check. That's the new, oh, the new number. So it's threes. All there right. you go. And what's my insight? And I get flat, so 17. Oh, 17 is quite good. <clears throat> so as you are looking out, there is gentle, like information is being fed to you gently, like um, like, like a being like, spit into my mouth. No, no, no. <laughs> like it, no, no. It's being spit. Welcome in, to the enclave. No, it's being it's being spit into your mind. No. <laughs> oh boy. No, no. All right. It's like a it's like a um, like a titration. Mm. Like it's the the information is arriving, and it's not the um, overwhelm or uh, alien presence that presses down and uh, exposes you to things that the mind is unable uh, to fully contain. Yeah. It is giving you the information that you need as you need it at a rate that it is possible to conceive. <laughs> what a kindness. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. You may see can just go... Ah. <laughs> That's the first reaction. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm learning. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> this is what learning is like. Uh, so you, uh, as uh, clever and as crafty as the Sanguilith is, it's still trying to accomplish this feat on the prime material plane, mm-hmm. which means at some level it is not necessarily subject to Maliki and Malith, but everybody has to play by some fundamentals. Yeah. The ground is level, more level here. Exactly. Um, and these patterns, these patterns are uh, how, you know, however strange it may like to present itself, they're occurring according to nature's law. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you think, uh, as, as you watch it happen, as you watch these uh, gems burst and fill huge channels of space with this seeking consciousness, um, you think that you can detect a pattern mm-hmm. uh, and an order that it appears to be occurring in. Yeah, mm. let me, yeah, I relate this to the, uh, uh, to Sorrel and to everybody. Yeah. But do I feel like it is, um, like, is it, is it, um, um, like determinist? Or yes. Is it, or is it like a chance that it won't, will or won't go in this spot? It's, you it's never, like it's covering I mean, have, spaces. having, yeah, having, um, had this, con- you know, having very recently had a conversation with this entity, it's, you know, it's conscious, it's tricksy, but this net that it's cast, uh, maybe it does not represent its full consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a, it's a dumb net. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this before. It's just a stupid net. It's just a dumb old net. It's a plain old net. Probably one of the weaker nets you could get. The pattern's not very good, even. Well, no, it might be very sufficient for 
uh, people who cannot see the 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 weft the weft of the space. Yeah, and Rosie, you can also see it as you through my eye patch. Yeah, is it the same? For you, like, yeah, are you able to <clears throat> perceive it once I start? Just to... yeah. So, so you're basically trying to describe how you think it's going mm-hmm. through the eye patch. You can see, essentially, like you can see something travel from crystal to crystal before they burst. Oh, woo. oh. <clears throat> so as they move around, um, you get a little bit of a hint. Mm. Like it's fast. Right. But you have a hint of uh, where the next uh, where the next burst is going to occur in this space. Okay, solved your crystal puzzle <laughs> <laughs> like that. Thanks to thanks to my elite, um, my elite. So how much how much of this did you relate to us? Oh, I gave you all of it. I think you were the one who saw the like the little yeah yeah. yeah. So, but, but you hinted, you hinted oh, at it. Right, right. You know what is though that like you would be the one to see it because I have no you have none of left. this vision. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm only guessing at these these bursts. Right. But you can now actually perceive it. I can it. see them. You're okay. the only one. So, <laughs> so I I tell that to Sorrel. Um, I think I I think I can steer us out of danger if you'll grant me the helm. <clears throat> Um, the, uh, uh, the young man at the helm is like tentatively lifting his hands. Like he has no interest in doing this at <laughs> all, but he is looking to Sorrel and Sorrel, uh, once the hands have slowly reached about a foot away from the instrumentation, uh, she nods him, uh, away. Okay. Um, and so. then, and then does a few couple quick slaps on the back of the chair. Okay, he spent his whole life working his way up the ranks. Yeah. <laughs> Some old lady to yeah. swoop well, he in and he, take he, his job. No, he is elated. Uh, nice. This is okay. the last thing he. This is not exciting for him. Okay. Oh, like okay. Have, have, being in being driving a library uh-huh. that contains the the sum total of Tomnook military expertise uh, inside. A set of exploding teeth is uh, not his idea of a an afternoon well spent. All right, well, to each their own, I suppose. Um, so but it is Rosie's um, dream come true. So she sits down in yeah, this <laughs> in this in this chair that's just the right size. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. finally. Uh, finally, um, and the helm I assume is something that's sort of. At least familiar as a, a vessel yeah. driver. Okay. Yeah, you can you can conceive of it. Okay. The way that they have arranged their helm is that uh, think of it something like a sand table um, mm-hmm. that exists. Um, it's like a map sand table that can just shift around and move. Oh, okay. And so Neat. he has a kind of stylus. Ah, okay. That he can like mark in space. Cool. And guide the library through it. Okay. Um, uh, so I, I pick up that stylus and um, I have have my eye patch down, and I'm watching this this object or entity. So you have to watch it. You you can't see it down here, right? You have I'm to be looking up, up there yeah. and then controlling this down yeah. here. Okay. So that's what I do. Perfect. Now, how do you think? I mean, historically. Let me have it, sixty. Um, to me, this seems like uh, because it's such a novel, 
I'm I'm pretty open minded here because it's such a novel mode of control that actually has a creative element and aspect right. to it. I would not be upset <clears throat> if this was just straight dexterity saving throws. I want to so. grant her advantage. That's smooth. Yes. Oh yeah, because your superpower is way better than mine in all situations. I want to save your charges. Thank you. Appreciate mm. it. Yeah. Um, so I, for me, dexterity seems right because it's a stylus. There's sand. I've got. I've got to make yeah. exact precise. No, exactly. Movements. Yeah. It's you, you're, you're uh, drawing. What's you your, loving it? Okay. What's your What's your sleight of hand? Oh, same. I was yeah. gonna say it could be sleight of hand, but. No, my 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 deck saving throw is plus eight, so Ooh, that, that's why I'm arguing for that. Ooh, yeah. Yum yum. Yummy num num. Okay, so advantage advantage on this. Okay. Oh! The Kithris special on it that one. It itself. Um, so that's a plus eight. So that's an eighteen. God damn. Yeah. God damn. I got honey. I got the eighteen. That's amazing. Thank you. So you are guiding this invisible. Mobile mm-hmm. through this malevolent crystal forest. That is the most C team sentence I think I've ever done. <laughs> That's Incredible. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I just want to take an opportunity to apologize to everyone. I didn't know three years ago that I would be inflicting sentences like that on people, and I really appreciate that you've you've spent as much time you know with me as you have. We're loving it. So, uh, and it is perfectly silent. Like, the only things that you hear um, as this is moving out is these distant explosions and then just a gentle shock wave that comes in contact with the ship. Okay. So mm. I have one hand on the stylus and I'm, I'm staring <coughs> up into this exactly. viewport to, to move us away as these things, I see it moving and, and we, we kind of like shift back. But I reach out for Sorrel's hand with my, with my other hand because this is incredibly stressful and nerve-wracking and I just like to have her, like at least to have my hand on her yeah. shoulder or, exactly. or to, to grasp no, her. She, she's behind you, she like hugs around your, uh, just like hugs around the front and you can, you can feel her cheek uh, just against your head. Okay, that's that, that's oddly very reassuring. Yeah, and then and then she thinks that she might, uh, she starts to call out certain things as she sees them. Oh, cool, awesome. And then and offer gentle uh, encouragement. Okay. So she says, "Are you sure you're not a tome nook?" <laughs> Trust me. So this, Rosie doesn't. She's she's trying too hard to be very particular and careful right now. But even though she's so she's like. <laughs> we can have that conversation later. <laughs> but like trying really hard not to move any extra at all. I love it. So you turn, um, and she's Sorrel says, "All right, now let's." She's like, "Now let's give it a twist." She's okay. like, "Turn, turn the ship." Okay. Just so it's like a it's like a it's like playing operation or something like that, but for all the marbles, right? Um, and as as you tilt the ship uh, between uh, two other crystals with plenty of time for the next wave, you see another seeking school oh. of crystals uh, approaching and then layering themselves. Oh, geez. Uh, along this, creating a, a type of terrain that is difficult, more sophisticated. I see. Okay. 
that is more sophisticated, not impossible, right. but more sophisticated. So it is try basically it has increased the resolution of its search. I see. Okay. Um, um, but it is not it is not impossible, but it definitely does require another a role. Okay. I mean, it, now it's just imagine just this this jellyfish floating through this coral reef. Okay. Take take my advantage this time. Oh, I shall. Thank you, my friends, my family. Hope it's okay. Hope it works. Hey. Oh, that's real okay. good. That's real nice. Okay, so it's a 16 plus 8, a 24. That that's time. incredible. <clears throat> so it's no longer possible to move the vessel through this space, uh, maintaining the orientation of the craft. You have to travel through it fully three-dimensionally, mm -hmm. finding gentle whorls and little cubbies between this intense mesh. I need one more check from you. Okay. Um, I will take my own advantage this time. Okay. It's okay. pretty good. Okay, Wait. so... Okay, go ahead. Total of 17. Is or that enough? Let's find out. Oh, what were you going to say? Were you gonna <laughs> do you have to tell me if it's enough or not? <laughs> do you blow something? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to blow it all. If oh. it's not enough. Oh, really? Okay. Were you going to change a roll for me? Mm -hmm. Uh Okay, okay. Oh, no, it's, it's not like that. No, I mean, you, you, you think that you have done it. Okay. And Great. you have spun the ship around just so, and then in an interminable, infinite moment, you perceive the signal. Uh, arriving from another point in this mesh and traveling toward a crystal that is very, very near the top. Oh. Okay. Um, so, what occurs at this point? Yes. Yeah, what do you say? It's the end of the C-team, so the camera pulls... No. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> you see something silent and wide, like a like a like the dome of an umbrella, almost. Uh, sail toward it. But you mm. see that you see this through the ceiling of the of the dome. Okay. And it just closes around it. Hmm. Okay. The signal hits the side of this umbrella. And it's gone. Where's that umbrella come from? Yeah, who did that? Rosie's, Rosie's heart, from all of this, her heart is pounding. And Sorrel can probably feel her, her body shaking. And as soon as she sees that, she goes, what the fuck was that? To Sorrel, right in her ear. Sorrel, like, leaves you and sort of stands in the middle, like directly under the point uh, of the dome. And she says... We are joy. And you start to feel like flush. Uh-huh. Like flush in your face. Uh, uh, and a little tingling in the extremities. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and 
So give me give me another check so that I can oh, render okay. the rest of this, is this scene. Is uh, still another dex save? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're, you're doing exactly what you've done before. All right, I'll take another. You want advantage. another one? Oh, let me give it. Yeah, you, you let wanna, me give you one. All right, yeah. thank thank you, Kathris. Okay, <laughs> got the Kathris special that's, again. Oh my god! Double Kathris double special, four. Double, double fours. Four. So that's an 11, 12. 12. So you're so now you're you. Sorry, don't. That do has that caused you. <laughs> well, it's caused you to need to travel along a. A, a rift sort of between two crystals, like corkscrewing between two. Right. Um, and as signals arrive uh, from them, uh, two soft caps reach out and close themselves around those, and then those crystals just fall away and disappear. What? Um, and then as you as you turn the ship to uh, escape the edge of this dark quilt, um, you see a massive, massive ship, substantially greater than the library. Uh, and you've seen a ship like this before. Oh. You have seen a ship like this, very much like this, yes. if not this ship, mm-hmm. uh-huh. in your youth. Oh, in my youth. What does it look like? It looks like a gigantic... Well, I mean, there's kids that watch the show, obviously. <laughs> um, but there is no doubt that this is a Myconid, a, a star-faring Myconid vessel. What? But we'd remember that from our hallucination. Exactly. So you remember it just one step further. Yeah. 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 And so a dense carpet of spores. You can see, I mean, like visually... You can see a wave of these spores just wash over the uh, the schools, the swimming fields, and they try to burst and pop. Sometimes they just sort of wiggle a little bit in space yeah. uh, and burst, but even then the range is substantially condensed. Can't beat those spores. So they have thickened space considerably around here. Um, the whole thing is thickening. Yeah, yeah, it's rich. Um, but... You're watching it just spread. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, for fear of dis- disrupting their excellent work, I have taken my hands, well, the, the stylus mm-hmm. is still in my hand, but I'm just kind of letting us drift. The, the, the stylus feels like you're holding, like, a hot dog. Like, oh. your okay. the sense data is a mess. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, I look at it. Does it does it's it... a regular sized stylus, but it feels like a very large stylus. I immediately look to Walnut to see if she's freaking out at all. What do I see? Well, here, uh, give me a wisdom check. Do I get advantage because it's my birthday? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> if not, you can. Oh, very good. 15. You can do a four from me. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, 15 plus nine. So. Four. You want a four? <laughs> 24. It's just like right on the tip of your tongue. The hot dog? Which, which has, no, Happy which has, which has, which has thickened oh. uh, in, yeah. its speech would be interesting and maybe even a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> but... As you look around, mm-hmm. 
the bridge is full of friends. <gasps> it's full of friends? Friends. Mm. And you know they're friends. I do. You've, there's no, there's no possibility. Oh, yeah. They can, they can do you no harm, even if they wanted to. If they, you know that if they were to strike you, you would sleep. And it would be a restful sleep. I um, am enamored and I'm entranced by these friends and I reach out to, to touch them. Friends. Yeah. Do, do we see the friends? Oh, yes. Oh, nice. They're everywhere. They are, it, is, it is thick with them. There's more friends here than there are uh, crew members, crew wow. members in here. I am powerless against the friends. I love the friends. So the, the, uh, one of the friends, as you're reaching out to touch a friend, mm -hmm. the friend also wants to touch so much. Mm. Um, a bad deal. Yeah, there's five, five <laughs> eyes you feel artistically placed mm -hmm. uh, something like a, a diadem or a crown and this does not freak me out no it's fine in fact that's the best way you think that they could be configured we should probably all have five eyes yes i wish yoink yoink <laughs> yoink <laughs> um uh yeah so i touch i touch this friend and then i see another friend <clears throat> oh yeah oh i touch that friend. exactly and 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 the touches are bi are they're bi-directional. Oh, they touch me too? Right on the face. Whoa. Where um, else? <laughs> where else? Wow. Show me on this mushroom. <laughs> uh, and then I um, uh, I weep. I'm so happy. I'm clinging to the last little remnant of fear that I felt because it is right to be afraid. That shouldn't feel peaceful and good right now. Mm. This is this is wrong. This is a lie. Exactly. But you I feel very good. You think that you may not be on the ship anymore. Uh oh. In fact, you think that you're not sure. You're not sure about that ship. And when you think back to it, when you think about like an invisible magic ship with various you know, cake-like stacks. Mm -hmm. Everything about that ship seems profoundly unlikely to you. <laughs> oh, I think that's on the DM personally, but. You know what I mean? <laughs> it seems. What a dunk. Yeah. Let's not gloss over that dunk. <laughs> it's a birthday dunk. Thank yeah. you. It's a B-day dunk. It's a B-dunk. Uh, and in fact, you think that the ship that you're on now uh, is superior in every way. <laughs> this is a good ship. What's, yeah, the course. new ship. Um, and you, you look, uh, you look out a different portal, a different kind of portal that you think you know, in mm -hmm. fact, mm. is an eye. But it's all right to use this eye. The eye is here for you to mm -hmm. use. If it needs your eye, maybe you could loan it your eye in the future. When I look down, am I a friend? Oh yeah. Oh, this is the best body. Yeah. Mm. This is the this is the the ultimate form. Oh, we are friends. Now. We are friends. We are friends, and we are joy friends. Oh. Together, finally. I have a faint recollection 
that my sister was nearby, and I look for her. Oh, she uh, she has cast off what was there, mm-hmm. which maybe never quite suited her. Mm. You know what I mean? So she's a friend. Well, absolutely. And these, and this is the other advantage: is that these minds are incalculable to the Sangwilith. Ah. You get the sense. No, you are deeply aware that it cannot calculate your position. It can't know these thoughts. It is not joy. Mm. That's the thing that you know more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And every friend takes a moment to recognize the state and feel something like sympathy for that which is not joy. Everyone takes a moment to feel it. This, I feel it. This, okay. was, this body's concern is one of the lesser friends, the, the ship that we no longer wish to be on. How, how, how is it? Where are they? Are they joy? They are joy. They are joy. They are joy. And what's more? Oh, here, you know what? I think I got something over here. Let me look at my table. Um, <laughs> all right. No, that's good. That's good. What that's going to work. No, that's going to work. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change the campaign. Um, <laughs> I may as well. <laughs> Don't say that part. What's more? So joy is a state, and we can choose it, but it is always there. It's always available to us. Mm-hmm. We can always have it. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, years, there has been so much pain. Mm-hmm. There has been so much pain as a result of that which is not joy. Mm-hmm. And you feel incredible support, impetus, and energy toward an idea. And that idea is that we must put aside joy for a time. What? We must put aside joy. But we are joy. We must set it down and become weepers all. And then we will take our joy back up. Thanks, Josh. (sighs) Gathered friends, thank you so much uh, for coming to another episode of Tessie Teams. An absolute pleasure uh, it has been. I appreciate your stamina uh, (laughs) for uh, enduring (laughs) the sorts of things that we get up to. That that which endures is them. Yeah, yeah, they are them. Um, But we're also joy. Uh, Gathered friends, uh, we're going to go pause briefly, uh, refresh ourselves. We're going to return renewed, uh, ready for table talk. Maybe a little bit of celebration as well. (gasps) Don't go nowhere. Oh.